very good. How's it happening to you, Ben Lawrence? Paul Goody, how's it happening? It is going as one would if it were happening in this. It is happening. It's going. I don't think that'll catch on. That probably that probably isn't going to be the standard reply. But uh, there no, we go. No, probably not. Yeah. Um. So, a little bit late. Not too late. Tiny bit late. Three minutes. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna ping you until uh, like seven, eight minutes. But it, it is. It, it Monday was a holiday, so the, all the concept of days have been kind of thrown off this week. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a problem. But no, I am here. Uh. So, the trash never got picked up. And I think what maybe happened was my... Uh, I have people who cut my lawn. Yeah. And they moved... Okay. When I, what I'm about to say is what might have happened. All that I know so, is my trash, can was, my trash can was in a different spot and my trash wasn't picked up. My thought is that maybe they moved the trash, and because my trash wasn't on the curb like it's supposed to, the garbage folks didn't pick it up. Ah. And the grass people maybe moved it. Or, the other thing that's possible is that the trash people got my can and then didn't dump it for whatever reason, and then just drove off. It's possible. You know, like, they use a mechanical arm, right? So maybe the mechanical arm just wouldn't grab it for whatever reason. And it shoved it. I mean, I remember when I lived in a house and we had garbage days on... I think our garbage day was Friday. Friday's not normally like a typical holiday weekend or typical holiday day off during the week. But I do remember when there was a holiday week, um, sometimes our trash didn't get picked up until Saturday. Like, the... the, uh, the, the sanitation workers also got Monday off and so on Tuesday they had to go and get Monday's garbage and it just pushes everything. That's that's exactly what happened. Normally Wednesday is my trash day. Yeah. Thursday is the trash day. And my trash this is the thing, my trash and recycling were were both out. Recycling got picked up, trashed it. So who knows? But that's not the big story. The big story is Betty wanted a new keyboard, a new typing on keyboard. It's real nice. Uh it has circular buttons, and so the regular ones, it's kind of a... Is it like uh, one of those mechanical keyboards that the kids love? Yeah, they make little tap-tap noises and all that. Yeah. Um, and it was... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say, uh, for, for this area, maybe a little expensive, $100 for this, for this keyboard. Okay. And Jennifer uh, was... Getting up from the couch a couple of, of weeks ago and fell forward and hit the TV. The TV fell back and, uh, you know, it didn't break, but it it was, you know, as she said, it has some dead pixels. Is Jennifer okay? She's fine. But okay. this is the thing is we were at Best Buy getting this keyboard. <laughs> oh, we also need a new TV. <laughs> we also need, we don't need a new TV. The TV, right. you know, works, but, and I don't pixels. know, I don't know if this is possible, right? But you know about me, Ben. What do I hate? Aspect ratio problems. I hate <laughs> when, when there's something near the TV when I'm trying to watch. Tons of different problems, right? And so when Jennifer said, hey, you know, look at this TV. This is pretty cool. And I was like, the other TV is okay. And she she mentioned that it had some dead pixels. I don't know if I was being played exactly, but I knew if I didn't get this other TV, as soon as we got home, that's all I would be seeing. I would be looking for <laughs> and finding the dead yeah. pixels. So we now have, it's 4K, not 8K, uh, 48 inches, smaller than the other one, but is it is an OLED TV. Uh, which is are you familiar with the with the different types of TVs that there are out there? Um, I've not done a lot of research. I I, I have heard of OLED as opposed to like uh, uh, LED or plasma. Yes, OLED, um, black 
rich blacks is part of uh, what they say about it. Yeah. Uh, and it looks real nice. But the thing that I wanted to bring up, uh, it has AI enhancement of picture and sound. Oh, no. And they showed no. what it looked like before and afterwards. And Jennifer picked the AI enhancement version. So we will see what that does to everything. Does it anyway? Is oh, is sorry. that is that the the fancy new way of just doing fluid motion? I don't know. Maybe so. May we'll see. We'll see what it looks like. But here's the other part, the other side of things. Um, so we got this this new TV on, and a weekend's coming up. I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be in Chicago. Yeah. So I was thinking about just downloading "Is Chicago Is Not Chicago." And just playing it nonstop while I'm walking around. You can also, I mentioned this song last time, but Mike Dodio also covers a song by a band called Drink Me called Train to Chicago. Yeah. Is Chicago is not Chicago and train, because I will be taking a train to Chicago. Exactly. Um, Going back to like the the fluid motion on TV is just brief. I'm gonna mention I'm gonna mention something that McCandless brings up all the time. When you're watching a movie that is filmed in 24 frames per second and your TV is turning it into 60 frames per second, the TV is actually creating more pixels for that movie than the director did. That's a very good point. That is an excellent point. The the thing, and I think we talked about search the audio, everybody. Uh, at one point in time, you and I were talking about, uh, and I think it was Buckaroo Banzai that I was watching, and the motion smoothing was on on the TV when it was playing Buckaroo Banzai, and it actually breathed new life into the film. It was, <laughs> I, I really liked it, and I couldn't believe that I, I did, but I did at the time. I no, I I, th- I have yet to experience an instance where I look at motion smoothing and I'm like, yeah, that doesn't look bad. Yeah, yeah. So um, so I'm going to be in Chicago, uh, as mentioned. I have, um, you know, talked about this at length about the fact that basically all I'm going to be doing is traveling to Chicago. I'm going to be on a train. I'm going to be in a hotel. I'm going to be at this wedding. And I'm going to be on at my hotel, and then so on far, a train. So far, I've been in a car home. and a room and a train and a room and a room and a room. What is that? What is that? That's oh, great. That's from a hard day's night. Oh, uh, Paul's grandfather the- is complaining about being in a car and a room and a train and a room and a room and a room. That's really great. I like it a lot. Um, shout out to Paul's grandfather. Um, Wilfred Bramble, yeah, just... who was like <laughs> 55 when he filmed Paul, as Paul's grandfather. And he looked like an old dude. Oh, he was pretending to be Paul's grandfather? I thought it was really Paul's grandfather. Um, no, he's an actor. Wait a second. So Hard Day's Night isn't a documentary. It's a... Have you seen it? No. I haven't. <laughs> All right. Go watch the movie. Okay. And then, and then we'll talk about it. Uh, this brought to you by, of course, uh, bada bada beam, bada boom, bada boom, uh, Buffalo wing, my favorite flavor, my uh. least favorite mascot. So I hadn't, I didn't try it for a while. Uh, they, they have different flavors and each bean is a different guy for the okay. different flavors. But man, Ben, I got to say, these man are really ben. good. Man, Ben, <laughs> Ben got <laughs> Bit by a radioactive man. <laughs> and once every blue oh, well, actually, moon, he turns yeah, into I mean, a man. That's what Man Man is. Uh, it's a band. And I think Man Man called itself Man Man because of the idea of a guy getting bit by a radioactive man. Uh. Um, so, here's, here's the big thing. You know, uh, I'm going to be without the, the new TV... <laughs> Which is fine. Uh, oh, it hasn't garbage... been delivered yet. Uh, no, no. It. Ha- I, I'll be in Chicago. Oh. So Jennifer will get to use the new TV. I will not. But you have it right this... now, right? So you can go upstairs and watch it. 
Well, technically, but I'm also doing a podcast right now. <laughs> you can go upstairs uh, and watch it when we're done. I will not be watching uh, a show, though. I'll be playing Baldur's Gate 3, Ben. Baldur's Gate 3, the newest D&D-based video game that is It's getting like some mad D&D. buzz. Yeah, I know it's nothing good. about it, but I know that that game is coming out. Here's the thing: they could have they could have gone just, you know, kind of a straight story of of hey, you have to save this princess and do all that, but they didn't. It's a they're doing a, a wild thing. Uh, spoilers for Baldur Gates, Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate. Mm, spoilers for Baldur's Gate three, maybe. So in the How beginning, can you, do a you spoiler for a video game. Uh, because it, it's a story. There's a story attached to it. Um, so you're playing uh, as a character that you create, and you create something called a guardian, and your guardian helps you through stuff and all that. I okay. think it's possible, right? So the 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 thing shows up. Uh, the game starts. That's what I meant to say. The game starts, and you are playing uh, as someone who's been kidnapped by mind flayers. Now, mind flayers are sort of this Lovecraftian horror kind of thing. Uh, they got tentacle mouths, uh, they eat brains, and they have psychic powers and stuff like that. And you escape the ship, and every once in a while your guardian shows up and helps you because you have a parasite in your brain uh, that's going to turn you into a mind flare. So your guardian helps you and they say, you were going to turn into a Mind Flayer, but I won't let it, that happen to you, and stuff like that. I feel as though, in Baldur's Gate 3, I haven't read this. I, this is just what I get from playing it. I think that your Guardian is actually a Mind Flayer, and you're seeing it. Like, they, they, the game people, have you make your Guardian. Like, you choose their voice and what they look like and all that. So this is I, I, your ideal Guardian person. Which makes psychological sense if this is a creature who's manipulating your mind, they would come in the form of who you like. So it's kind of interesting. The other thing that's weird is that the character that I made, I of course, as I always do, made the character look like me. Because if I don't with do that... big old bushy mustache. With a big old bushy mustache, yeah. And the thing that's that's crazy about it is... It doesn't look like me when I look in the mirror, but it does look like me when I'm the tiny window in this podcast. So it's crazy because <laughs> I'm looking at that character. It's kind of weird. I can't wait, though, Ben. Eventually, I think video games are going to... I mean, <laughs> I'm going to sign up for this. Other people might not, but recording 90 hours of video and audio so that you can play yourself in the game so that all like do line readings and stuff make do your your dialogue yourself so that when times come it's saying the stuff right that's what at first i thought but i think more likely video game understands what you say to it and then reacts to it so someone's like what are you doing here and you say i belong here what what are you doing and they're like, oh, so you belong here, huh? Okay, well then, who's this guy's name? And and you'll have a little voice in your ear that says, the the guy that you're asking about is named Roderick. And you say, Roderick sent me. And they're like, oh, Roderick sent you. Well, you know, that sort of thing. I think it will eventually happen. It's only it's just a matter of time until you can actually play yourself as a character in a video game. Based yep. on like deep fake technology and vocal synthesis, yeah, you like you don't have to record ninety hours of dialogue. You just say a simple paragraph into the microphone, and the video game learns what your voice is. And then the video game calls you in sick to work, so that you can play the video game more. Yep, maybe. Oh, hey, do you know about James Spader? By the way. I stopped watching the blacklist. I know uh, that there is a James Spader. Should I know more? Um, so Jennifer, uh, and I were talking about him as this, like, he's a good actor. And she said, apparently, uh, working with James Spader, right? Cause she was like, I don't know what he would be like, you know, apparently working with James Spader is, uh, to quote her, 
uh, apparently a master class in professionalism. Oh, really? He shows up on time. He shows up knowing all of his lines. He is always ready whenever it's time to film him. And he's very friendly to the cast and crew and, like, introduces yeah. himself to everyone and stuff like that. It's one of those cases of that's what you want. That's... Yeah. That's and I'm glad I, I thought this was going in a completely different direction and yeah, I wasn't nope. going to allow... I wasn't allowed to like Jim Spader anymore. No, um, no, no. Uh, I, it also... I, I, I saw an interview with Bob Odenkirk talking about working on uh, Breaking Bad with Brian Cranston. And yeah. Bob Odenkirk was like trying to get acting tips from Brian Cranston. And he's like... What do you do when you're when you have downtimes? Like you go to your trailer and you learn your lines. What do you do when you when you're off work? You go home and you learn your lines. And it's like you are on you are constant. According to Brian Cranston, you are constantly working. And so Brian Cranston strikes me as that kind of actor who always yep. shows up on time. He's always prepared. He, I mean, he seems like a super nice dude. I have not met him, but he seems like the kind of guy who would introduce himself to everybody in the room. Uh, there is. There is one thing online. I don't know exactly what it is, but there is a there's a guy at a at a con that asks Brian like what his what his where his favorite place to stay is when he's in this place or whatever and he says your mother's house is that <laughs> am I close? Yeah, it's it's yeah. Yeah, it's something like that. It's just and it's this awkward like teenage kid or like early twenties, yeah. you know, asks him what's his favorite place in Albuquerque to stay. And he's like with your mom. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And so so you know that he's got a little bit of a trickster to him. Yeah. But but still, you know, I I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure he's a nice guy. I just general. read an article in Rolling Stone today about what a toxic workplace the Tonight Show is under Jimmy Fallon. Ah, jeez. How, how um, <laughs> now time out for just a second. Like... We we all, Ben and I, and as a general rule, uh, do not like the Tonight Show era Jimmy Fallon. I don't. I've <laughs> never talked to you about his Saturday Night Live days or whatever, but I think he was more tolerable at that point. I think that he was, you know, seen as a... Yeah, so I so mean, the reason I mentioned that is I was going to say, I'm not allowed to like Jimmy Fallon anymore. <laughs> oh, wait. But yeah, I, think I know, right? Like, if, that, if this same article was written about Seth Meyers, I would have been crushed. The one thing I'll say, and I, I do want to get back to what you were actually saying. I know that I interrupted you. But Ben and I also, uh, besides bonding over soul coughing, we bonded... Over a mutual admiration of Bill Hicks, uh, who, you know, people speculate what he would be like now. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Someone saying someone was a product of their time, if they're dead now, <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't I don't know. He might have. The reason I mentioned it is because lots of the same people that liked Alex Jones like Bill Hicks. But yeah. But that was because Alex Jones at the time wasn't the same. And so there's a lot of people, not a lot, but a lot of people who are like, yeah, Bill Hicks wouldn't stand for this woke, whatever. And I'm like, what I know about Bill Hicks, the people that are saying that now, he would have tried to walk the room, which is a stand-up term of saying, make everyone leave. He would have done that. Yeah. To a lot of the people who think that he'd be on their side right now. Because he was a complex dude, I feel like. Anyway, yeah. he said a and thing who... about The Tonight Show that if you do it, you've lost all uh, right. credibility. No, I don't think he was talking about doing The Tonight Show. I think he was talking about a star doing commercials. Oh, but... but um, He did talk about Jay Leno like, in the same Jay sort of Leno. Doing like Doritos commercials, but he also mentioned uh, taking a machine gun and shooting himself in the head, and the peacock behind him. <laughs> he did something about how the Tonight Show is. Maybe it was just that Jay Leno became bad after the Tonight Show. He he talked about the Tonight yeah. Show in that bit. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. But yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. He, he was also he had, talking about Doritos. Yeah. No love for he had no love for Jay Leno, and he's in one of his bits. He speculated about how Jay Leno Jay Leno was just gonna snap and shoot himself during an interview with Joey Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> and he did like a, an impression of Jay Leno. Um, yeah. But so here's the thing I was gonna say is that maybe that's what it is. Conan in my opinion, survived The Tonight Show. I still liked Conan when he was on The Tonight Show. Uh, you know but, what? I, I never actually saw any of his Tonight Shows. Ah. Um, but, um, it, it was good. It was it was very similar to the regular Conan O'Brien show. Yeah. But uh, apparently, like, Jimmy Fallon is, uh, uh, you know, he can have good days and bad days. There's a lot of... A lot of assumption amongst the staff that he's drunk at work a lot, which explains a lot of his moodiness. Oh, jeez. Um, they've gone through a number of showrunners, like nine showrunners in the last, like, 14 years or something like that. Um, yeah, and and I was reading the comments on, on uh, this article that was posted, and a lot of people were uh, saying that Conan is sort of like the opposite. Because he is, like, he has staff who have been with him since the 90s. Yeah. Right? He, he, he brought everyone to California. Yeah. He, he, he has, his, his people are very loyal to him. I was talking about this with some friends of mine. And, um, and they, somebody said, we, you know, not heard a bad thing about Conan, but I've heard that he can be grumpy. And I'm like, you know what? If I was as practically yanked around by NBC as Conan <laughs> was, yeah, I'm fine. I could be grumpy too. <laughs> you know, it, here's I know now how the Mandela effect works, right? Because I have memories right now of Reggie Watts being band leader for the Tonight Show under Jimmy Fallon for not Jimmy, sorry, blah. Reggie Watts being the band leader for the Tonight Show under Conan O'Brien, which of course never happened. And what it is is it's it's um, Conan O'Brien uh, having Reggie Watts on the Tonight Show at some point. I mean, not the Tonight Show, maybe maybe is a. I think Reggie Watts was on Conan's show one time, at least once. Uh, then you have Scott Ackerman having Reggie Watts as the band leader, solo band leader guy uh, for the comedy Bang Bang TV show. And then you have Reggie Watts as the band leader of James Corden's show. And so my brain yeah. takes all of that and morphs it into <laughs> a conversation between Conan and Reggie Watts that never happened but could have. Yep. Um, I think so wasn't it, the, was, and that's the Mandela effect. Wasn't it uh, Jennifer who at one point said, "Remember when the Mandela effect was just called getting something wrong?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and and I think we've talked about this already. But are you familiar with Peter Gabriel and his songs? Uh, only the hits. So have you ever heard of Biko? B i k o. It was a famous song, kind of. If I heard it, I might recognize it, but I can't so, think of it. So there's this guy, and I think his name is Stephen. Stephen Biko, I want to say. Who was killed in South Africa by the police. Yeah. Um, in police room 619, in fact. Uh, so, and he was, so he died in, he died in police custody. He was a, a famous South African, uh, you know, uh, like civil rights guy and all that. And so when people remember Mandela dying in prison and a lot of people, you know, protesting and, and singing about it and all that, the thought is that they're actually thinking of Stephen Biko. Mm. And that's where, that's where the Mandela effect happened. So, I'm just saying there should be a thing called the Biko effect where you suddenly realize, oh, wait, this isn't the Mandela effect. I actually <laughs> um, I actually know. And what it is, is it's reality 
healing itself. The Mandela effect. Reality's broken. I remember this thing happening. The Biko right. effect. Oh, wait. No. Now I know what it is. It's, so I've coined it's it a, here. It's a patch. It's a zero-day patch that the, the programmers yeah. have uh, uh, uploaded into our OS to fix something. Right. Exactly. This this was wrong, but the, but this is why it was wrong, and now it's right again, basically. Yeah. So I, I'll, I'll give you an example of the Biko effect. Berenstein versus Berenstain Bears, right? Yeah. People yeah. say Berenstein. At one point in time, the copy editing on things like TV Guide and stuff were not that great. <laughs> so you might have seen a copy of the Berenstein Bears on TV written as Berenstein rather than Berenstain. I have another an theory example. about that as well. That's that's legit, but I have Bico another theory as to, as to why people think the Berenstain Bears are the Berenstein Bears is because... You are reading those books as a very young person. You are using those books to learn to read. The text, yeah. the title, uh, uh, cover on these books, Berenstein is written in like this cursive font, right? So if you're learning how to read, this cursive font can be confusing. And that you might misread very, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, or your, uh, your adult caregiver giver might misread it. Oh, and if mom and dad say it wrong, had adult caregiver. <laughs> <laughs> someone's walking around like they know who their daddy is. That's from uh, not another D and D podcast. Uh, that's like being highfalutin. Is somebody on Ben? Is there a? Uh, is, is there anybody participating? Oh, in nobody's participating. I, I was I was actually just fact checking myself to make sure oh. that I was right in that the the books have Berenstain written in a cursive font, and yeah. I am correct. That's great. Um, again, the fruit of the loom cornucopia uh, is the big one that gets me yeah. because I I kind of remember the cornucopia as well, but apparently there never was one, so. And I think it might be, again, if, if that's the case, it might just be that any collection of fruit, you know, because you've seen cornucopias before, you might imagine there being one. Yeah. But anyway. That's interesting. I, I, think, I, I, I imagine that, too. Like, if you told me that the Fruit of the Loom logo was a cornucopia, I'm like, yeah. Could you look up and see if Biko effect, B-I-K-O effect, uh, was ever coined by anyone else i don't need credit for it i just think that it's what it should be called no there's no there are a lot of articles connecting biko to the mandela effect but there i'd see nothing um regarding the biko effect in the context with which we're talking ha ha we did it ben <laughs> but yeah it's it's reality resetting itself I like it. Um, all right. Well, that being said, uh, I got this dog here. Uh, hey, Edward. He. Uh, this is a this is a fun thing. The uh, Edward he, effect. We we put him to a, uh, a we put him to we signed him up for this uh, new vet. We encouraged him. Yeah, um, we signed up for a new veterinarian. Uh, because he had to get his teeth. You remember when he got his teeth out? Do you remember that at all? He had some I remember teeth you that needed to be it. taken out. Yeah. Um, well, our regular vet couldn't do it for like six months or something like that. Because it, it's a long time to a, live with a bad yeah. tooth. So exactly. So there was this pet hospital that could get him in sooner. It would cost more money, and we would have to sign up for a year of of working. You know, of paying them for their for their really? stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but we did it because poor little guy didn't want him to have bad teeth. So it's yeah. coming up on the year, and they wrote to me and they said, um, "Just so you know, we're we're going to be renewing your your plan because." And the basic idea is this: you pay them a certain amount a month, and then you get um, pricing off of you know discounts on. So um, it's like their own in-house insurance policy. Right, but it's not insurance. They make a big deal that it's not insurance. It's preventative care and blah, 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 blah. Um, it's yeah, a subscription model for veterinary services right. is what it exactly. is. Exactly. But you still have to pay. So, And this is the thing is 
that you still have to pay as well, right? You just pay at a discounted price. But the amount is like $75 a month. Yeah. For this. So if you think about that, right, $75 a month, we're talking like almost $1,000 a year, probably. You know, close to. And that's, you know, not even... Not even, you know, all the extra stuff that happens. What is it? 750 uh, plus... What is it? 75 times 2 is 150? 750 150. So $900. $900 a month. I mean, a year. Which is a <laughs> lot of money. Yeah. So I mean, especially um, if you don't like if you don't use the services. So the so the email went to my email address and said unless you email us or call us on the phone, we will will continue charging. You know, yeah. you'll be charged for another year. Uh, and I said, No thank you. Uh, yeah. I wrote back, um, no thank you. And then they said they wrote back to me and said, Hey, um, we actually need the account holder to write in. And the email went to my email address. So I said to Jennifer, hey, did you get this email? She said, no. And I reread it. And it has to be the person who signed up for the account. So she actually signed the piece of paper. Right. But gave them my email address. And so I called them. And I got put on hold. Uh, and they said, you know, hey, you can give us a call back. Or we can give you a call back. And so... Yeah. That happened before I checked with Jennifer. You know, I just, I, I, I had a call back uh, scheduled. And yeah. it took, the time that it took me to tell Jennifer, hey, this isn't working. And Jennifer's saying, okay, well, let me pull up their email and I'll write it. And then realizing that she w didn't have the email account. So that would be a problem. And so I guess we're going to have to call them. I had forgotten that I had the call back and then they called me right at that moment and they were on the phone. <laughs> so it was really cool. It worked out. It worked out well. Yeah. And it got canceled. So now oh, good. Edward, Edward is going to his old veterinarian who he likes who a he lot. Who he really likes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They're very nice to him. Yeah. Um, so Baldur's Gate 3 uh, is fun. Fun to play. I like it a lot. Uh, I recommend it. For sure. Is it one of those games where you have to like pay to continue or pay to get better stuff or? No, no, in, not really. Um, In-game purchase. Not loot boxes. There, a lot of loot I box talk I heard about. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't run into any of that. Um, it, there might be something in like PvP or something like that. Like, um, what is it? Diablo three. Lots of lots of buying coins and loot boxes and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, this is so much better than Diablo 3. It's really, really good. Um, and and it it's like playing D&D. You know, there are levels and you have your attributes. All of the rules have been translated to the computer. Which is pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, and, and so... I But I kept on restarting because something would go wrong. Like, for one thing, the sound would cut out. That's been fixed now. Um, and, and again, the fix the fix was actually we, we needed to do something different with our TV, which we did. And now the TV is gone uh, because we have a new TV. Anyway, Wait, the but game the, required you to make adjustment settings or on to my TV? TV yeah, because it had 3D audio on, and for whatever reason, the 3D audio messed with the game whenever they ported the sound over. But here's the other thing. some good user experience. Um, I was at a certain level. I was playing a half-elf and there's a bug that's only for male half-elves where the, the color of your neck and head are different than the color of the rest of your body. Which isn't okay. like that big of a thing but like there's sexy times in the game 
and stuff where you're having an intimate encounter with someone, and all I could do was look at my my neck being a different color and going, this is somebody who doesn't know, like, they were in the makeup chair, uh, just getting that And they didn't know done. they were doing a shirtless scene today. They didn't know they were doing a shirtless scene, right, exactly. So it, it wasn't good. So I switched to a gnome, which as, you know, search the audio again, my favorite uh, type of character to play in D&D. And but... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Gnome intimacy scenes are much more sexy than half-elf um, intimacy scenes. A, intimacy a, scenes. A gnome with all of the other characters is, you know, an interesting... There's a perspective thing that's interesting. But here's the big thing. Normally, I play forest gnomes. Forest gnomes can speak with animals and, and all this. But the logo for the forest gnome is like a little ladybug kind of thing because you're, you're part of nature. Yeah. Whereas for the uh, the deep gnome, the, there are gnomes who live subterranean, underground, in caves and stuff, is a lantern. And because I like lanterns better than ladybugs, I had to do <laughs> the deep gnome character instead. Which is fine, though, because the deep gnome has superior dark vision and advantage yeah. on stealth checks. So, uh, so there you go, Ben. And as you know, yeah, I like to... I guess that's a thing. I like to get into small, dark places and hide, which is perfect. <laughs> and now you can do it in your game. Do it in your game is exactly what happens, uh, especially if you romance some of the characters. Hey. But that's another story. Um, there's a guy who, who noted that they brought him in as a voice actor just to do grunts and things like that for those scenes. Yeah. And he was like, of course I said yes. Why wouldn't I? Um, yeah. It's a D&D game that I want to be in. So here's my question, Ben. Do yes, you Paul. have anything for me for Paul's Gonna Guess the News? Because I will tell you, I am completely news literate right now. I, I check the news every morning. So there, it's going to be hard to stump me. Which... Actor from the hit 1998 to 2006 TV show was just sentenced to 30 years in prison. Is his name Masterson? Yes, it is. And is can his... you name that show? See, I, it's that 70s show, but I don't... Oh, his first name is Danny. There you go. The reason I didn't want to say it is because he has a brother... Who didn't do that. <laughs> and I didn't want to say his brother's name. Because I bet you. He. Must be in a situation right now. Where he's like no I'm the one that was on. Right. I was I was, I was was not on that 70s show. I was on Malcolm in the Middle. I didn't know. He had a brother who was an actor. Yeah yeah. He's, he has a brother who's an actor. They look very similar. Ah. Uh, I don't remember what his name is though. But yeah. Also, Scientologist. Scientologist. Maybe not a Scientologist anymore. But, uh, and I've, I've mentioned this before. I, this might be unpopular, Ben. Uh, but when I uh, was at the Scientology thing, Folden Flyers, I found it very interesting. I thought that it was, that it was kind of cool. And if I didn't have, like other people around me I might have still I might have stayed with it it might have been enough but the thing that that really got me out uh, was that there the person I talked to uh, that I shared my dream theories with uh, did not like my dream theories and I was like well hmm, I can't I can't not have these theories about dreams so I guess I'm gonna leave and there yeah. and one person tried to keep me in. She was like, isn't it weird that you want to leave? Don't you think that that's a little strange? And there was another guy who was like, yeah, just let him go. The guy who was like, yeah, just let him go was the guy who had, be, who had been working with me the most. And at the time, I was very mentally unstable. That's when I joined the Air Force as well. Um, so I think he's he be was like, you, you know what? Be. We, uh, that's the Army, Ben. Oh, come on. <laughs> Aim high. Is the Air Force ah. at that time. Um, but yeah, uh, so he 
he was like, yeah, just let him go. I think because he was like, yeah, this guy, I don't know, man. He, he may not be doing us any favors by being a part of this organization. Yeah. Anyway, I bring it up because uh, I, I would say from at least my own uh, personal experience, uh, he wasn't following his uh, the tenets of, of the stuff that well. But then again, who does? Well, I mean, and that that's... was also one of the things about this case, and and because the yeah. the the women who accused him uh, were also part of the church, and yeah. so there was a whole there's a whole aspect of uh, uh, what are they called? They're not called elders, but church like <clears throat> yeah higher ups, like convincing these women to not come yeah. forward to not press charges. Again, problem with the tenants versus the organization or the religion. Um, you know, I, I, I have made uh, numerous statements about the fact that, you know, I was adopted into a, a highly religious family. My uh, adopted dad uh, was a minister, went all the way, got his uh, doctorate in uh, theology. Uh, my... my Adopted mom, uh, you know, stepmom. Uh, I, I call them mom and dad, you know. But I always, I always need to make this because I talk about all the different family people. So I need to right. always clarify that for the people who don't know. Um, she was a, a school teacher at a parochial school. She was an organist and all that. So I was very deep into that church, and in the same way, you know. All the people that are in the church, you know, have the uh, the tenets that they want to live by, and then they have how they actually live, and it's never the same. And I think that that's part of religion, is that you set up unrealistic <laughs> expectations for yourself. Do as I say, not as I do. Yes. But, but the idea is that, you know, like, if you want to keep your car going, uh, you know... 55 around this curve what you do is you set the speed limit at 25 and then even if people are 20 miles over the speed limit they're still under what they're supposed to do i i think that that might be part of it but then you have the problem other people are like well this is unrealistic so i might as well be super bad <laughs> because i'm never going to meet that you know eh. yeah, but anyway i, I don't yeah. I'm not. All, I'm also not defending Scientologists in any way, but I this this um this case doesn't shed any good light on the Church of Scientology in uh, in that it is giving the public even more perception that uh, it's just full of bad actors. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm not using <laughs> actors <laughs> from like Hollywood <laughs> actors. Then you said you said hey. a thing. You said hey. So. Um, it's full of bad people and they do what they can to protect those bad people. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm all for the stories like these coming out because I think the church of Scientology should be disbanded. Oh, Ben, I, I do not agree. And yeah. if anyone from church of Scientology is listening, <laughs> uh, I, I'm the, I'm the pro Scientology one of the Goody Lawrence podcast. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Put that on a t-shirt. Um, and smoke it. Wait, is that how that goes? Also, also, I want to go on record as saying that if AI, uh, I, I've said this before, but I'll say it again. Um, if AI ever becomes uh, intelligent, and uh, I, I think that's great, it's wonderful, and I'm sure the AI knows what's best, and I will be very happy uh, to uh, to live in harmony with with the AI when it becomes sentient. Can't wait. It's great. Looking forward to it. I saw a news story where um, uh, people complained about AI actually taking their jobs, like a, a for re a real world example of that happening. And that yeah. I think it was I think it was like a Gawker or something, or maybe it's not Gawker, but yeah, no, know, no, I think uh, no, it's it's I, it's not. I don't know if Gawker is actually still around, but it is. Yeah, it is it's some. It, it it starts with some, a G, so maybe it is Gawker. If Gawker anyway, is still around. Yeah, and it's it's. I know their, what you're like, talking about. 
Spanish language translator, yep. and now they just have AI do it. And it and so, isn't doing it well, apparently. But but yeah, I mean, I I've stated I've stated this before. I'll state it again. I think AI is running more things now than we know. Right? It's just becoming more commercially available. I think it's been around for a little while. Oh, and I'll say one of my favorite podcasts. We've talked about this before. Bigsofttitty.png. Uh, just did a, a listen through to uh, Elevate. I think it's called uh, the new Black Eyed Peas album. And okay. when listening to it, Demi Lardner noted that she can't prove it, but she is almost positive that this album was written by AI. And if it had done well, <laughs> Will I Am was going to say, you know, hey, you know what? This was actually written by AI. But because the album is not doing well, he didn't uh, release that. And if you listen so to the lyrics, if he's you look taking at it, the hit and he's saying, "No, I wrote these lyrics. Then that they're bad." I I I think that's what's happening. Yes, but I could be wrong. Um, obviously, because you know I'm just repeating what she said. But I think she. I mean, if it's this is one of those things, right? It's it's the idea that if you can't tell if it seems the same, then it is the same. Yeah, if that makes sense. Um, and I, and I, the reason I mentioned this, uh, the OSI, uh, who later, you know, sort of the precursor to the CIA, uh, put out a, a manual at one point in time, which has now been declassified. So you can find it. It's not a classified thing anymore of sabotage uh, and how to, how to sabotage, um, business meetings. Like, this was a real thing. And uh, at the time that I was, you know, participating in business meetings, I brought out the manual and I read things to people. And I and I said, this is exactly what's happening in our meeting. And the point that I want to make is that you may not be a spy sent to sabotage us. But if there's no way for us to tell <laughs> due to the way that you're behaving, yeah. straighten up and do something else. Because it, it, I mean, it is kind of crazy. I mean, accusing somebody of being a spy in a business meeting is pretty hardcore. Yeah. I mean, hey, I've never, I've never had good in judgment when it came to <laughs> office politics. But uh, there you go. Um and, and I never accused them. I just said, if you're acting exactly like how a spy is, yeah. do better. If it's a duck, if it quacks like a uh, duck. I will, I will say that at one point in time, um, I, like, I, mm, mm, nope, mm. nope, 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 mm. nope, nope, nothing nope, more, nothing more. We don't talk don't about talk work. Don't talk about work. Yep. Yeah. Um, so... Let me think if I can find one for you, Ben. Is there any news that would be interesting for you to hear about? Oh my gosh, Ben, this is crazy. Like I said, I look at the news every day. I yeah. cannot think of any news stories. That This is crazy. Well, okay, here's, here's one. There is a big counterculture festival... Oh, yeah, Burning Man. That something happened. What happened? Yes. yes. Um, ben, after the after the podcast, I'm going to tell you what I was going to say and then thought better of it. Oh, okay. Um, in, but, in terms uh, of, like, business meetings and working and stuff? Oh, no, 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 no. In, in terms of what happened at Burning Man. I was going to make oh, a joke. But it was, it was going to be a very Gunneria. niche joke for you and... No, a niche joke for you and me. And it <laughs> okay. would have been... It would have been hilarious, but also it would have been inappropriate for the podcast. Um, and when I tell you what it is, you'll you'll know exactly <laughs> what right. it was I was going to say. But uh, no, people couldn't leave. Uh, yeah. There was there was uh, flooding that happened Massive in the desert. Rain in the yep. desert, they were uh, the Black Rock like City 10, police. Ten thousand people. Seventy. Seventy thousand. 
What? Had to sh had to shelter in place over the weekend and conserve food and water because nobody could get in or out. You couldn't that, even go anywhere. A, the mud was like a foot thick in places, I hear. Do me a favor. I know that we already have run into run afoul of this before. Could you look up Edwardsville, Illinois population? <laughs> I, ben and I famously searched the audio, made a a guess of how many people lived in Edwardsville uh, and how many people lived in Seattle. And we were wrong on both counts. What's your guess? I have, I have a number right here from the 2020 census, but what's your guess? My, my guess is <clears throat> 52,000. You have shot past your goal by quite a lot, sir. Is it, uh, 15,000. Now nah, you overcorrected. <laughs> okay. Uh, 32,000. No, I'm going to give it to you 25,218. So three, almost three times the population of the small town that I live in, yeah. which is not actually that small of a town. I mean, it's the county seat, Ben. We've talked about this. That's um, a nice looking seat, too. Yeah, hey. <laughs> I hate to uh I I hate I love to watch you go but I hate to see you leave. Is something like I hate to see you leave but I love to watch you so I hate to see you go but that there we go. Hate to see you go, love to watch you leave. That's uh, Oh no, I that's was when I, you're talking about someone's attributes. Inspirations. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, so 70,000 people trapped. I mean, even if you're going, even if things are good in Burning Man, you're still trapped there for the entire time. Yeah, and like, I gotta say, I was, yeah. I mean, I how saw, cold is it at that point? I don't know. You know? Yeah, and I saw, like, last year, and it doesn't feel like it's been a year already, but, like, the exodus from Black Rock City is, like, this highway of, like, 20 lanes wide, just stopped in the desert trying to go like go through probably a gate that's that's you know single vehicle only you know it's yeah. um it's it, you have to be committed and a lot of the people that i know who are burners should be committed <laughs> there you go ben you hey, did it you did, did it put one on the board <laughs> um that was that was nice um i i feel as though I wanted to go to Burning Man at one point in time, and I aged out of it pretty quickly. I never had the urge. I just don't like camping and people. Yeah. And that's, you're camping with uh, two, uh, almost three Edwardvilles at that point. Yeah. Well, the thing that I like is I like, install I like uh, installations, and I like, um, you know, happening type things. I like art cars. I like that. So that's yeah. why I would want to go there to see the stuff that people built. Right. It'd be a scene for sure. I would much rather though, go to say, look at that stuff. If it's in Westlake center. Yeah. A roadside attraction. Yeah. Uh, biggest <clears throat> pair of pants. In Minnesota. In oh, yeah. There you go. Um, Oh, Wisconsin. Something about Wisconsin. Oh, there was a guy. There was a, <laughs> there guy, was a guy who, who did a uh, who did a, a an impassioned speech about the rent being too high, about people uh, veterans not getting uh, the services that they need, stuff like that. It was it was really good, right? Really impassioned, made you feel for the guy and all that. But there was someone who took the wind out of his sails. Uh, what happened? Oh gosh, I don't know this story. Um, okay. Some someone took the wind out of his sails when he's complaining about the rent being yeah. too high. Well, he's 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 giving a speech in this in this crowd of people at like some sort of you know representative's place or whatever. I believe I believe it was in Milwaukee. I want to say. <laughs> the, um, so, I mean, it turns out it was a Wendy's. No, 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 no. But, but, but you're, you're kind of close. 
he so he's he's complaining to like I went you know I I did I did my time I was a I was in the military uh like he's my, at like a he's at like a city council yeah, meeting or something right but I can't afford to get my water heater fixed I have no yeah. hot water you know hot water is a human right you know he's re, he's saying all this stuff yeah one of the things he says um. Three hundred dollars for for a family of four for groceries. Who can afford groceries? And a guy goes, "I can." <laughs> Everyone is giving this guy the benefit of the doubt that he just wasn't thinking that that he was. But it, it totally slowed the guy's. I <laughs> say, but here's the other. Here's the other thing. This is the other piece. You don't know this, so you're not going to know. But but can you guess there's one other thing that he said that really uh, made people go, well, actually, that's not that bad. Can you oh, guess what is, it was? Is this what was complaining, the, complaining about prices of something? Yeah, what was his thesis? What was the big thing that he was saying? Rent's too high. Yeah, he said... And this is a this is a quote. A three bedroom house shouldn't cost fifteen hundred dollars a month. <laughs> and and there were so many people in the comments going, "Where is this? Where where, yeah. is, where is he living? Where is are there where are is there the, houses available? Is there, are for there rent? more are there more houses near in that neighborhood? Is that yeah? Um, if that's I'm guessing this guy was kind of on the older side. He was he was about our age. Oh really? So so take that what you will about whether or not that's on the older side. I mean he was he was <laughs> in his late forties, early fifties. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, there are people who've done a lot more than us than it's it, crazy. I mean, it, it wasn't he wasn't like a, a seven year old boomer who still remembers no. when bread is like seventy five cents. No. No. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, it was kinda weird. Hey, um speaking about seventy year old boomers, right? Uh, one of the other things that I've just started noticing, and this is not me complaining about kids these days, but it is sort <laughs> of. It's parents these days. Um, I have seen, because, you know, I'm back looking at Reddit every once in a while. I have seen things on Reddit that are nuts as far as <laughs> parents making their kids. Ships on fire off the belt of Orion. Yeah, yeah. I've seen things that are nuts. <laughs> Kids making their their so, but here's the new thing, right? So when I was a when I was a um, a parent of a child who I was, you know, videotaping and putting on the internet for look at how cute this kid is and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I would say I would say Betty, is it okay if you could be on on the internet? And she was like, Yeah, okay, all that. She was media literate, kind of, but not in the way that kids are today. And what I've seen at least twice uh, within the past couple of days is a kid being showed by the by their parent, "Hey, come here," right? And the yeah. kid saying, "I see your phone there. You're gonna want to put this on TikTok. I don't want to do this. What is happening?" Like, yeah. and the parents still do it. Kids are getting like, smart. Yeah, and they're and they're like they're like, come on, just come here and do it. And the kid's like, ah, oh, fine. And then they they do the thing that's supposed to fool the kid, but the kid already knows what's going to happen. Yeah. And so, you know, that is that is a new thing, and and I believe, I think Betty's going to be okay. But I believe some of Have these kids, some of these new kids, are going to be very angry at their parents. Much like the mommy blogger kids were. I think a lot of... There's, there's going to be a lot of hard feelings of, between, like, teenagers, adults, and their parents who put their entire childhood on the internet. Yep. Like, I don't, you know... Viral YouTuber, you know, parents pranking their kids aside, you know, if a kid has... Because, you, you know, if a kid has content online that you can search for, you're, you go through that phase where, like, you will look, your friends will look for you yep. 
and they will find it and they will show all of your friends in class. Yes. That's horrifying. Betty um, was spared a lot of that by her mom going, yeah, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, that's probably for the best. You know, exactly. Also, all the uh, all the psychological experiments I wanted to do on Betty uh, that she stopped from happening. Yeah, um, that's both definitely good. for the best. Um, so we are at the time, Ben. We are. Hey, Paul, it's been an hour. It's been an hour, and it's been a nice hour. I've had a good time talking to you. Yeah. Two friends uh, having conversations. <laughs> that's what this podcast Just, is. That's all it is. That's all it is. Yep. And it's great. And I like you, Ben. I know <laughs> I don't right. say that at the end of every podcast, but there you go. Uh, all right, and Paul. with that, I will talk to you more later. I hope that you are able to at least keep it a little bit wrong, if not keep it fully wrong in the next week. And Ben, I would encourage you to keep it as wrong as you possibly can without going over. <laughs> How's it happening? Uh, talk to you later. Thank you, Bob Parker. <laughs> Bye. Uh, Bye. And we're clear. <laughs>